Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fly the Coop. I am your host, Carrie Ann Carter. After 22 years in the real estate business, I've seen my fair share of people, stories, and experiences fly the coop in one way or another. This podcast is all about telling those stories. Let's jump into the coop. Welcome back, everybody, to Fly the Coop. I'm so excited to have Sydney Allman on my team with us today. Welcome, Sydney. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for being here. Today, we're going to talk about the why first, why you got into the business of real estate, where you started, and where you're at now, and how you feel about the difference as your business is growing. So let's dig right in. All right. So I had started in a background of competitive figure skating. So Isn't that amazing, everybody? She's a competitive figure sa- skater or used to be. It's yes. amazing. She's brilliant. We're going to actually do a little snippet, a link, so they can see what you were doing because she's really, really good. All right. Mm-hmm. So I did that for 15 years. I was super successful in that, have a lot of accomplishments throughout different tests, competitions. Um, and so after I was graduating from high school, I wanted to still be in figure skating, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do yet, just because figure skating was all I did. Mm-hmm. So I went into the coaching aspect and I loved that. I loved helping people. I loved watching the opportunity for people to grow. And mm-hmm. I loved the idea of not every day was the same day going into work. Like I got to try to think of different ways to be creative, to help kids achieve their goals. Right. And so kind of the same thing with real estate, but just um, more real estate geared. Right. Right. And so what actually got me into real estate was I had taken an opportunity to go out to Colorado for a few months for figure skating. And Mm. I love Colorado. Yes. I was out in (laughs) Monument, Colorado, which is about 30 minutes north of Colorado Springs. Okay. Um, That's a great area. The Olympic Training Center is out in Colorado Springs. So I did not know that. Yes. Oh, wow. So lots of really fun, famous figure skaters that I got to meet out there. Wow. How fun for you. One of the things that caught my attention was I thought that uh, these people who had gone to the Olympics, top people that were national, international champions, like all they did was figure skating. And so when I was listening to their conversations, they would talk about real estate Mm -hmm. and some of them did fix and flips. They would show off like what the house looked like before and after. Oh, very cool. Yes. So So it was a double play. They had their world of figure skating and they were playing in the world of real estate at the same time. Yes. So that motivated you. Yes. Very cool. So um, that caught my attention because I was like, you can have the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up moving home and it was during COVID and kind of during that whole time, everybody was just kind of unknown of what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And that got me thinking of, I think I want to pursue real estate. Like I very much enjoyed the conversations that I had when I was out in Colorado with Mm -hmm. all the different coaches. And so I ended up looking into it and that is when I got my real estate license. Very cool. So what year was that? I got it in May of 2021. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And you're just on fire, right? We'll talk about the gap here a little bit. Um, Because you really, um, in defining that, because you're now on the team, you've been with the team now for almost a year and you came over to Adina Realty. You were with a a broker that did heavy training um, prior to joining Adina Realty. And I think high level, how would you differentiate um, 
87%, everybody, 87% of the realtors out there that go into this business don't make it. That's the failure rate every five years. And there's a big faction of brokerage operation that's very heavy train front. And they kind of bank on, I'll be frank, they kind of bank on that conversion. They're bringing um, a group of young people that have never gotten into the business, putting them through school. And there's a whole model on that. And they, they maybe sell a home to a friend or a family member, maybe do two, maybe three transactions is on average what happens. And then they get out. That's a whole kind of business out there. And good or bad or not, it's just what it is, right? And then you get into um, the Adina family yes, and what they represent. Yes. So what did you see? Because you're young. Right. And you represent like 80% of the national population of realtors that have been in this business for five years or less. So right. share your perspective on that. What attracted you to Adina Realty? So what attracted me is when you think of real estate or like when I think of real estate, I think of Edine Realty. Like I know there's a whole bunch of different brokerages out there, mm-hmm. but in my head, if you were to talk about real estate, I would directly go to Edine Realty. And what ended up drawing me to it, which I didn't know at the time until I started meeting with our broker, um, Edina Realty now in 2023 has mm-hmm. been the market leader for 23 years. 23 years, everybody. And right. you can skew those numbers however you want with different perspectives from all the different brokers because there's so many of them now. But at the end of the day, uh, they've been a market leader for 23 years and significant by thousands yeah. of units. So I think that's great. Congratulations, Adina Realty. Yes. <laughs> so that is one of the things that drew me of the the consecutiveness of the market leader. And mm-hmm. the other part too is I also didn't know how much market share Edina Realty has mm-hmm. either. We have about 45% of the market share. Yeah, it's huge. So like that's a really big pool to be playing in with very successful agents. Mm-hmm. And there have been like when you think of realtors and how long they've been in the business, typically if they find a brokerage they like, they're going to stay there. And I mean, there are so many agents in our office that have been with Edina Realty for their entire career. Mm -hmm. You're one of the agents that have had your entire career with Edina Realty. Yeah. It's a, it it is an impressive number, even nationally, it's an impressive number. Um, So you, when you jumped over and you were part of that culture, because the 50th in France office, it's a remarkable office. It's so... It's just lovely. The yes. people there are amazing. We average between 100 and 110 agents at a time. We'll, t- we'll talk a little bit about the advantages of having the umbrella as a company and the networking power as part of. Um, what were you seeking at that point? Like, what was the gap? Like, what were you missing, even though you had this elevated experience of having all these services and that reputation? What was the draw to look for a team for you? I wanted to take my business to the next level. Like when I think of real estate, I think of what our team offers, like Mm -hmm. a full concierge service. Like that's what I think of in real estate. Like you don't just go into a home. I agree. You don't just go into a home and you're like, okay, this is perfect because it meets everything that you want because they did all the paint. They did. They made it look pretty with the staging and updated kitchen. Like that is not everything. That's not every home out there. Mm-hmm. Like you have to walk into a home and you have to be able to envision it. Like if you love the layout, you love the right. area, you love the house itself, but you want to make updates or upgrades, like 
I envision working with an agent. Like if I were a buyer, I would want to work with an agent that has all of those tools and resources ready to go and say, here you go. This is how we're going to do it. This is what we're going to do. I have these contractors ready for you, ready to go that at the, when you're like pretty much at the touch of your fingertips, you're ready to make that switch to start remodeling your kitchen or your bathroom. We have that for you, or you need help decluttering your house to mm-hmm. get it ready to sell. It's oh, a big one. <laughs> like we have people that are ready for you. So like when I think of real estate, that's what I think of. And I wanted to take it to the next level to offer that full concierge service that we have, which mm-hmm. you've grown into an incredible business. Well, thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. I call it um the they're lovers. They're yes. service lovers, if you will. And there shouldn't be an expectation for any one person on what those levers are for them, having them set up in a way that's economical, so affordable, because right now, especially now with the labor challenges, if you just are any Joe Blow calling up any contractor out there, chances are you're going to pay considerably more with a considerable weight attached to it. So after 20 plus years of having these relationships in our amazing city and state, you know, there's a level of loyalty, if you will, and they will level up and be available to our clients and affordably. Um, so that really is something that is a wonderful, wonderful, um, you know, lever to be able to offer. Right. Um, being able to support um, the, our clients so they're able to level up in terms of how much money they make. Yes. We just had a counseling call this week. And mm-hmm. I think you said they, she was interviewing maybe eight different brokers, which right. is kind of crazy right now, right. which is, I shouldn't say that there's a lot of brokers to interview, yes. but people don't know. And they haven't been selling or buying for a while. And they feel like that's what they have to do. By far, I would say that the support, the partnership is what's so important to our team right. um, to be able to really say, we're here to uh, work through this process together and these are the support lever, levers that you can take advantage of um, as you're getting from this point to this point and being able to afford it and understanding that there's a profit margin attached to it. Yes. Not many people can articulate that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the biggest thing, like yeah. our listing appointments, like watching you go in on listing appointments, like you know what needs to be done to get them their highest net value walking in, which I think right. is something that's super significant because with the shifting market, there's, there needs to be change. Yeah, there does. You know, I think being able to uh, nail out an ROI, that's something that is uh, not innate in people. It takes time to learn the market and the real estate. So it's so cool. One of the reasons I love building the team is just one person can't do everything, right? You can't help everybody. And being able to work with Sydney and the rest of the team members um, that we're so lucky to be in a part of your life and, and even be able to do this at all and be able to share the knowledge and, you know, be able to elevate the experience, not only for you individually, but for the people that you get to meet right. and know, which just becomes kind of an extension of family, which is yes. super cool. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's um, important for all age groups. I mean, you're young, yes. haven't started a family yet. Uh, work-life balance is important. Yes. You are a retired now figure skater. So there was an opportunity presented to you that I know you're super excited about and it definitely fills your soul. Yes. So Mm -hmm. um, I retired from figure skating and from the coaching side of things to pursue real estate full time. But I had learned that 
I still miss skating and mm-hmm. I wanted to be involved in it, but in a different way. Right. And so I had learned about judging and in competitions or taking tests, like she's a judge. Yes, I know. I'm a figure <laughs> skating judge now. So that is my new big opportunity. And I'm super excited for it because it gives me the ability to be within a community that I am known very well in. I mm-hmm. have a very great reputation in the figure skating community here in Minnesota, but still being able to do what I love on both sides of real estate and mm-hmm. figure skating. And That's so cool. Yeah. And work on my judging and still being able to get the best of both worlds. Well, in this business, if you're in the business of real estate, it's such a wonderful opportunity to extend those relationships and really talk um, about your passion um, and be able to extend your level of knowledge to a whole new population of people. And it fills your soul and you're able to do something that's just for you. Right. So it's a super beautiful thing. I think it's cool. Yeah. And everybody should have that. Like you cannot live and breathe one thing and have a healthy life. It doesn't work that way. You've got to have that balance, I call it. Yeah. So everybody on the team has something. Yes. And Sydney's is gymnastics. And you did have an injury. So that was one of the or reasons. Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just said gymnastics, <laughs> did. didn't I? You did. Why do I've done that a couple of times to you? I think because you remind me of a gymnast. I did do it at one point yeah, in time. Yeah, I think maybe so. that's what the conversation was. Yeah. Anyway, with figure skating, um, you kind of had to navigate your way out of it because, yeah. and it's a high injury job. Yes. And it is becomes a job. Yes. Just like this. Yes. It is. Um, being a figure skating coach, you are self-employed. So having two businesses where I am the pretty much like CEO of your own company, mm-hmm. trying to manage two different businesses and keeping track of everything and managing yeah. your schedule, it just became a lot. And at the end of the day, I was told by someone that figure skating will always be there for me at the end of the day. And it's okay to go out and explore mm-hmm. different things. And so that's what I did. Yeah. I went out and explored and I fell in love with real estate and figure skating is still there for mm-hmm. me. And I have learned to love it in a new way with judging. Yeah. You have an amazing family. Like it's yes. a really cool friendship family. I got a chance to meet Sydney's extended family and a lot of her friends during yes. an event we did. We do an event in the fall of a year in October for the October, um, the pumpkin festival. Yes. And everybody came. Yes. It was so cool. Um, they've been a huge supporter of your yes. business and a huge extension of the opportunities presented to you. Yes. They yeah. are super supportive, have a really big family yeah, cool. and they will take on every opportunity to come and be there. Um, I told them I'm like, cause they were a little sad when I walked away from skating, They're like, we don't get to see you skate anymore or anything oh. like that. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I'm like, now you guys get to support me in a new way with mm-hmm. real estate. And they still come to the events that we invite clients, yeah. friends, family, and they just love it. So they're still very supportive. That's so great. Now in a new way. So now that this, you're early in your career. Yes. So as you've been building your career, what have you gravitated to, Sydney, that you've loved the most so far? Because it'll change and it'll evolve, yes. right? But based on the experiences you've had, what are the things that you're loving the most? I am loving, I love the team aspect of things. I like um, having other people to communicate my ideas with and hear what other people are saying or doing. 
that's how I feel I got very successful very quickly was I got to learn and listen to what other people were doing. Right. And so it gave me yeah, other ideas cool. of um, like if I heard someone had gotten in a situation, I it stuck with me because then if right. for whatever reason I end up in that situation right. down the line, cool. I kind of have some background on how to start to manage that situation that ends up happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I very much like uh, first-time home buyers because that is my ge- my age generation. Okay, right share with here. everybody how old you are. You're the youngest team member. Yes, I am 23. I turned 23 in mm-hmm. August, so I'm the youngest team member here. And I have heard since I've been in real estate. <laughs> I love that, that. I know I've heard since I've been in real estate that I am very fortunate that I'm starting this young because I get to build. I have the opportunity to help people throughout their entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's of, true. Um, home ownership. Whether, of life. Yeah. Of life. Of flying the coop over yes. and over and over, over again. Over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I love that opportunity. And I'm super fortunate that I started when I did because um, I get to help people with their first home. And then when life happens, if they get married, have uh Children, children grow a family and they need a bigger house then I'm there for them and I'm just there through their entire stage of life and yeah it's so cool yeah I love that that's how I got in I was a little older I got in when I was 28 years old that was in 1998 and um that's how it's been like a little later but so I have clients that I've been in their life for 20 plus years right. And sold them homes time and time and time again for different reasons and investment opportunities and other states and relocation. And then there's referral work. And that's what makes it so fun. The top three, a lot, especially with the new wave of business out there and paid lead generation yeah. and all the things that are going on out there, right? The internet being such a big part of the complexity of the algorithm, as they call yes. it. Really, at the end of the day, this is a grassroots kind of job. Yeah. And uh, coaching the team, it's the reminder that those relationships that are a part of your immediate ecosystem uh, and the people that you can meet and see in the right. open houses, a lot of the, some of my best friends I met at open houses, right. um, and really your family and referral and your one on one exposure to volunteering. Mm-hmm to being a part of the community, to being a part of a fabric of something that you're really passionate about is what this is all about. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, my my brothers make the joke about um, like when we're out for dinner and there's someone new that hasn't met me before, like if they have a friend that joins us for dinner and they're like, oh, you're, you're a realtor, right? And literally they'll like, because I talk, I literally live and breathe real estate. They'll like roll their eyes and be like, don't get her started. But I'm like, no, I just love talking about it. Like I'm super passionate for Mm -hmm. it. And I just want to help people. Like that's genuinely all I want to do. Cause I love seeing the, I love seeing their faces light up when we find the house Mm -hmm. that is the one. Cause we can look through so many different houses and you know, as an agent within probably the first five minutes of Mm -hmm. looking through that house, that this is the one and you, it's just an amazing feeling that you have. It really is. It's, you can't find a better feeling. I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, so I have a question, Sydney, you came in right really in the parallel of COVID and of the crazy rates. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned many times 
that 80% of the st- country's realtors out there yeah. are in for five years or less right now. Yeah. So they only have experience to the most recent, you know, interest rates. So how are you speaking to your ecosystem around getting over that mindset and understanding the big picture? So big picture is I tell like, because majority of my business is first time home buyers. I help everybody of all different um, stages in their life, whether they're upsizing, downsizing, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But especially with those first time home buyers, not they they weren't in the market when we had those 3% interest rates. So for them, where interest rates are sitting right now, they're not super concerned. Like this is just, this is their normal for them. Like they may have heard stuff because they were maybe thinking about it and trying to get ready for the next one to two years. But for them, this is normal. And so the other thing too is owning, owning real estate builds wealth. And that is the biggest thing. Like a lot of the people in my age group are renting. So either they're renting or they're living at home. But the Mm -hmm. ones who are renting, they're like, why should I stop renting to go and purchase a home? And we'd have that conversation about how real estate builds wealth. Mm -hmm. Real estate, your home is continuously at a very steady rate going to continue to appreciate over time. Like you're building yourself. And that conversation too, like not even all first-time home buyers realize that when you go to upgrade, you can use those proceeds from the sale of your first home mm-hmm. to go towards your next one with how the house appreciates. It's shocking that there's as a, a disconnect on how yeah. the system, how the process really works. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just see this big n- number. It's yeah. $300,000. They think I can't afford, I don't have $300,000. Right. They really don't know. Um, there's a, some amazing start programs out there. Some first time home buyer mm-hmm. financing programs out there that we just, we're going to actually be moving into the first quarter with some seminars, online Zoom seminars that I'm going to be having the team members actually host because that is your ecosystem. And, you know, they need, everyone needs to understand that anytime you're in a rental position and sometimes that can't be avoided. um, What we can avoid though is the longevity of the rental um, situation that you might be in because you are in fact flushing your money right down the toilet. Um, If your financing position is not aligned for or an acquisition right now, we've got the perfect alignment in terms of a lender um, to consult with you and put a plan together. It's all about the plan. If you understand what you need to do to align yourself, to get into a position to purchase, then there's clarity. And with clarity comes an opportunity to settle and create your own space and make yourself some money long-term. That's the whole point. And love your life because you're in the space that you can entertain in, have your family and friends over and exist. Right. Mm-hmm. And I it's tell, all about that. I tell people to, especially first time home buyers, I'm like, I understand you may not be wanting to purchase like today, like today where we go out and look at homes and write an offer. Right. But if you're thinking about purchasing the next six months to a year, I always encourage everybody to talk to a lender mm-hmm. because lender, they're not scary to talk to. Like they're there to help you just like how I am there to help. Right. You. Exactly. Like we're here to help and we want you to be happy and to have it be as stress-free free of a process as possible. Mm-hmm. Like we want you to keep that excitement going. So if you're saying you want to purchase in the next six months, great. Let's do some things to get started. Let's talk about the different programs. If you want to use a first time home buyer program, or if you would rather use um, down payment, down payment assistance, or you'd Mm -hmm. rather save or talk about gift funds from somebody, right? Like, let's talk about that stuff. Or maybe, um, you have other, you have car payments or student 
loan payments that you're really close to paying off. Maybe mm-hmm. that would affect how much your your pre-approval amount right. is. Exactly. So you have that six months to kind of get ready rather mm-hmm. than feeling rushed and being like, what, you're one month before you're ready to start purchasing and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it turns really overwhelming for people versus just breaking it down slowly by slowly just right. doing what you need to do. Totally agree with that. A hundred percent. So for all of the young people out there that have been thinking about getting into real estate and understanding mm-hmm. proactively what's really involved, like the good, the bad, and the ugly, and yeah. knowing upfront that 87% of the population of agents that get into the business have the, it's, it's, it's a fail out in five years, which is unfortunate. It really right. is, but it is a reality. What would you tell the agents based on what you've learned up to this point? I would say make sure that you have money set aside. Like if you're going to quit your job, like your daytime job that offers you benefits and you get a paid salary or you're guaranteed a paycheck Mm -hmm. at the end of the pay period, make sure that you have funds set aside um, because you don't know when that next client is going to come. And I mean, there might be someone ready, lined up, ready to go. If you're like, I'm going to get my real estate license. And they're like, great, I'll wait for you to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be your first client. Life happens. You don't know what's going to happen with that person. They might lose their job or they might need to use the funds that they're planning to use. Mm -hmm. So you can't guarantee your commission and your income on somebody else because life happens. So I would make sure that you have funds saved. I also would talk about make sure you interview brokers, different Mm -hmm. companies and Mm -hmm. teams, whether you're going to start on a team, you're going to go by yourself or Whatever the case may be, just make sure you interview and you understand fully what the expectations are, what the services that you have Mm -hmm. to offer are, because everybody is different. There are so many different teams out there. There are. You can be by yourself. There's so many different brokerages out there. Like, just make sure you find the one that fits for you and don't be afraid to interview more than one. I agree. Even if it's under the same company like even if it's under the same brokerage, every broker might be different. So mm-hmm. maybe you you um click better it's with true. maybe you click better with one broker at an office that's maybe 20 minutes away versus the broker that's 10 minutes away mm-hmm. from you. So just make sure you it find, is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So just make sure that you find people that you click with and you feel comfortable with and you're confident that they're going to take you in the right direction and help you grow as a person, but also grow your business and- to what you want your business to look like. There are three words that I like to use, and we've just brought Kevin Coulter, our director of sales on board, and he is a gem of a person, and he offers a level of one-on-one that's just not humanly physical physically possible. I have an absolute strong purpose for the team. I get in the trenches and work the hard stuff, you know, figure out negotiations, figure out problem solving. That's where my skill set lives for sure. But that one-on-one Kevin, man, he's, he's brilliant. Um, And both of us, when we connected, both of us resonate with three things, culture, the culture's imperative, and it's imperative as a team, as as well as an individual, right? Yeah. You've got to have it. Values. You've got to have a strong sense of values and understand what that is. And we have this all well-documented and we talk about it all the time as a team. And most importantly, standards. Like, especially coming um, 
off of a young career or coming out of college, understanding what the expectations are and what the standards are. Like, what are the rules of engagement to really power through and be the success story that you really want? That's the win of the day, the culture, the values, and the standards. So super psyched to be able to have you be a part of our culture. And to me, you are so highly valuable and are going to have so many gifts to share to so many people, Sydney. Yes. And you actually and really, truly live by every standard we could possibly ask of you every single day. You're extraordinary. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So glad to have you on the team. It's going to be a really exciting year for you. I think you're going to blow your goal right out of the water and you're going to help so many people. Thank you. Absolutely. Sydney Almond, Fly the Coop. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Fly the Coop. Be sure you subscribe to the show and leave us a review. I sure would appreciate it. We'll see you next time in the coop.